without further ado, I want to introduce our speaker, uh, Reverend Tim Gaddy. He is the Arkansas uh, District Superintendent. He also pastors New Life Church in Cabot, Arkansas, and he is a powerful preacher, ministered at our general conference a couple of conferences ago and was just outstanding. He was meant to be here this year. Had borders opened, he would have been here for Turning Point, but uh, we're making a, a, an appointment to have him next year make sure that he'll be with us. But without further ado, let's hear the Word of God. And coming all the way from Cabot, Arkansas, we welcome to Turning Point, uh, Reverend Tim Gaddy. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. And it is such an honor to join you tonight for this Turning Point conference. I'm honored to speak to you, and I know you're looking forward to the word of the Lord throughout this weekend. My prayer is that wherever you are watching this tonight, the presence of the Lord will help, it will empower, and it will strengthen. And I'm very honored to join you for this conference. I want to give a special recognition tonight to Pastor Stan Harvey, my friend. I appreciate he and his family. And it is a wonderful thing to have godly leaders that help us during times of trouble. Uh, this is an unprecedented season that we are in in our world. And yet there are apostolic leaders among us who are uh, raising up the bar and saying we can do this together. And although it is unusual, although it is limiting perhaps in how we can gather together, uh, there is a power of the Holy Ghost that can touch in our homes tonight and bless in our Zoom gatherings as well. And so Stacy and I are in this with you together and we're believing that tonight will be very meaningful and the presence of the Lord will help us in a wonderful, wonderful way. I give honor to the Pentecostals of Sydney. We are blessed to have you among us. I'm reading tonight from the Gospel of Luke chapter number 1 and verse 26. I will tell you before I read from the scripture tonight that I am aware we are in the month of September and not December because this passage seems to be one that we go to often during the Christmas holiday season and yet it is from this poignant collection of scriptures that I want to draw our attention and I believe the Lord would speak a word to us tonight to help us to equip us and to strengthen us in this conference. Luke chapter number 1 and verse 26, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, Thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. With the help of the Lord, I want to draw your attention to just one word in the 29th verse of Luke chapter number 1. It is where I will lift my subject on the opening night of this conference, when the scripture says, upon seeing the angel, Mary was troubled at his saying. I want to preach about that word, troubled. 
together with your family, whoever you are watching with tonight, would you say that word with me? Troubled. I want us to pray and I want us to ask God to pour his spirit out in our homes and use the Turning Point Conference in 2021 to propel the kingdom of God forward in Sydney, in Australia, and literally around the world. Let's lift our voice together. Lord, I am thankful for your powerful word. I'm thankful, Lord, for the living nature of your word. It is a seed that when finding good ground will bring forth. And I pray all across Sydney and all across Australia and everyone watching this broadcast in in this conference, I pray the seed of your word will find good ground. I pray it will bring forth, Lord, that you will equip and you will strengthen the church and you will guide the church. And through your word, Lord, you will demonstrate your glory among us even tonight on this Friday night, Lord. Let this be a powerful visitation of your spirit through your pure word. And for that, Lord, we're going to thank you and give you all of the praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. It is a word which embodies our time, the word troubled. More than 42% of people surveyed here in the United States just seven months ago reported symptoms of anxiety or depression. This was an increase from over 11% since 2019. Now that was alarming to me, not because I am unaware that anxiety and depression are at an all-time high during a pandemic, but the increase of over 11% of respondents that said, I'm struggling with it, and I'm struggling with it greatly. Data from other surveys suggest that the picture is similar worldwide. There was a Harvard Medical School psychologist named Luana Marcus, and she said, I don't think this is going back to a baseline anytime soon. Headlines are screaming negativity, and the impact on economies is so real. It seems that the only certainty at times is uncertainty in our world. Troubled. Troubled minds, troubled hearts, troubled spirits. When I am troubled, I have more questions than I have answers. When I am troubled, imaginations can run rampant. When I am troubled, my reality can become very skewed. And when I am troubled, even hope can suffer amnesia. And yet, when all of this is swirling around us, we trust tonight not in political pundits. We trust tonight not in worldly systems and ever-changing opinions, but rather tonight during the Turning Point Conference, we anchor to God's Word. We anchor to something that is solid and never changing. We open up the scriptures to find our hope. We come in alignment with his word and begin to declare what thus saith the word of the Lord. David was a man after God's own heart and he was someone who was well acquainted with trouble. It's found in Psalm 61 where he pens the words, Hear my cry, O God and attend unto my prayer. 
From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. And when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, a strong tower from my enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cover of thy wings. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. He went on to declare it in the 34th Psalm. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And then he invites, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let's exalt his name together. Why do we do that tonight? Because I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears. They looked unto him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. David knew what it was to be troubled, but David knew where to run. When he was fleeing from Absalom, David lamented in Psalm 3, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. You are my glory and you are the lifter of my head. David said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept and I awaked and the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheek. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is on thy people. Oh, I feel it in my spirit tonight. There is a blessing on God's church in the midst of what we do not understand. There is a blessing on the Pentecostals of Sydney. And there is a blessing upon the worldwide apostolic church in the midst of chaos and in the midst of pandemic and in the midst of trouble. I feel and I hear the words of David tonight saying the blessing of the Lord is upon his people. There is something about the word of God that it recalibrates us. It refreshes us. I know you found this to be true, but the word of God focuses us even in trouble. It was the Apostle Paul in the New Testament that was writing to the church in Ephesus. And he gave powerful, positive words when he said, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. 
in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. I want you to get this in your spirit tonight. I feel it. I want you to declare it with your mouth and with your spirit. I have been chosen. I have been predestinated. I am accepted by God. Oh, I want us to hear that tonight. I want us to believe that tonight, wherever we are watching this conference service, and I want you to declare it. I have been chosen. I have been predestinated. I am accepted. Thank God for that tonight. Thank God that he loves us to extend himself toward us and call us close to him. Now, I have to confess something to you. I have often misunderstood the few verses that I read at the beginning of this message this evening. Uh, I had Mary quaking in her shoes, and surely the Bible does say that she was troubled. We've already determined that. But all of my life, I thought the reason why Mary was troubled was at the sight of the angel Gabriel. But my dear friends tonight, that is not what the scripture says. In verse 29, the scripture says, when she saw him, the angel, she, Mary, was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. It was the saying of Gabriel that troubled Mary. It was what the angel declared to Mary that caused her, according to the definition of that word troubled, to be confused, to be stirred up, to be agitated. And so the question has to be asked tonight, what was the saying of which she was so confused? Now I have to confess something else to you. It was not the saying that she would conceive in her womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. That is not what the Bible says. It would be a few verses later before Gabriel would declare those powerful words that we celebrate tonight. That was not what troubled her. That is not what agitated or confused her. But it was the initial saying of Gabriel to this little Jewish handmaiden that caused her to be troubled. When Gabriel simply said and yet emphatically declared, You are highly favored, Mary. The Lord is with you. You are blessed. I want to say that again because I want that to get down in the DNA of who we are as the church tonight. The Ga Gabriel, the angel, looked at Mary and said, Mary, the first thing I want you to know before I make a dramatic proclamation about what I'm going to do in you, I have to make sure you understand. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. You are blessed. 
that caused her to be troubled. And I have a question. How come it's easier to see an angel and be all right with that than it is to believe that God is for us? How come it's easier to look in the face the angel of the Lord and yet sometimes not believe what God is saying about us? I hear the voice of the Lord speaking to the church tonight. I hear the voice of the Lord speaking to the Turning Point Conference tonight. And he is wanting to declare something into our reality. Turning Point Conference, Pentecostals of Sydney, New Life Church, Church of the Living God. You are highly favored. The Lord Jesus is with you and you are blessed. Oh, I want to say it again. I am favored. The Lord is with me and I am blessed. I am asking God to let that resonate in our spirits tonight at the very outset of this conference, that it might be a foundation for something supernatural that he is working in his church. We've got to believe who he says we are. I am highly favored. The Lord is with me and I am blessed. So let me just say it in vernacular perhaps that can be a, a little more understandable. Now in the ninth month, at the Turning Point Conference, a short, blondish, getting gray-headed preacher was sent by God to people in Sydney, Australia, to a saint of God, to a preacher, to a prodigal, whose name was, you fill in the blank. And having come in, the Lord said to that wonderful saint of God, the Lord said to that minister, the Lord said to that individual, you are highly favored tonight. The Lord is with you, even in the midst of your trouble, even in the midst of all that is going on in our world, the Lord is with you. You are blessed. You're blessed. We're blessed. When this proclamation was made by Gabriel, Mary followed it up in, in really a, a human expression when she said, how can this be? It doesn't really make sense to me given my reality. How could anything great or supernatural come from a reality that looks so far less than perfection? And Gabriel said, if you will believe what God says about you first, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Hear me tonight, Pentecostals of Sydney, Turning Point Conference, if you and I right now in our reality can believe what God is saying about his church, if we can rise up in our spirit and say, you know what, I do believe that I am favored of God. 
I do believe that Jesus is with me. I do believe tonight that I am blessed. If you and I can believe that and begin to declare that and begin to live like that, something supernatural can be formed inside of us that goes far beyond what we could ever understand. Something supernatural in its expanse, something supernatural in its ability can take place and begin to grow in the church if we first start believing who God says we as children of God are. Gabriel went on to share with Mary others that were close to her that were experiencing the very same power. He said, Elizabeth has also conceived. This is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. She used to be called barren. She used to be called without child. And yet because the Lord visited her and because the Lord was on her side, that which was impossible is now possible because the scripture declares it. The angel said it to Mary, for with God, nothing will be impossible. I am preaching tonight from the sanctuary of our church. It's a brand new building for our church. And uh, my mind goes back to the night before we opened up this building just a few months ago. We had a prayer meeting. It was a Saturday night and we wanted to bathe the church building in prayer before we had our opening service here. I watched as a young lady came through the back doors in that prayer meeting. Her name is Destiny. She was in a home Bible study with a lady in our church, and this lady had texted me earlier in the week and said, Pastor, I'd like you to meet Destiny. She's coming this weekend for church, and I didn't know she was coming for prayer meeting, but she was here. And after prayer meeting was over, I went back to Destiny and introduced myself to her, and her Bible study teacher was sitting there with us, and I began to visit a little bit with her about her, her spiritual experience and her walk of faith. She said, Pastor, uh, I, I really have had a hunger for the Lord, uh, but I really don't know if he'll, he'll touch me. I really don't know if I'm in the place where God could ever reach down to me. Her Bible study teacher had been talking to her about water baptism, and Destiny said to me in her own words, she said, you know, I've thought about water baptism, but me being who I am, I don't know if it would really work. I don't really know if this remission of sins thing could really happen in my life. I was sitting there talking to her and I made a statement to her. I said, Destiny, I tell you what I think you need to do. Let's go home, get a good night's rest. And I think tomorrow morning when you wake up, the Lord's going to talk to you, and he's going to settle in your mind about being water baptized in the name of Jesus. We uh, got ready for church the next Sunday morning, our first Sunday in this new facility that we are so blessed to be in, and Destiny walked in. We had a great service, had a powerful outpouring of the Holy Ghost. A friend of mine was coming to the platform to close out our service in prayer, and I was standing right here in this pulpit with a microphone in my hand. And I turned to my friend to give him the microphone 
to pray over our congregation. And out of the left corner of this eye, I looked over in this altar area and I saw someone with their hands straight up in the air. Before handing the mic to the preacher, I turned and destiny was in the altar, hands in the air, crying out to the Lord. Something moved in my spirit and I stopped and I said, Destiny, go ahead and receive the Holy Ghost right now. And I watched as that young lady who was very not sure about who she was and what God could do for her just a few hours earlier stood in this altar with her hands lifted up and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave her the utterance. It was a glorious confirmation to this church in that first service in this building. And people began to rejoice and pray with her. And it went on and it went on and it went on. 20 minutes went by and she was still standing there with her hands lifted, speaking with other tongues. 30 minutes went by and you have to understand there's people that are kind of getting a little tired, not because they're not excited, but we've been praying for quite a while with destiny. And yet she was still just lifted hands, speaking with other tongues. It went about 40 minutes into that altar call and I slipped down by destiny and I got up in her ear. I said, destiny, this is pastor. She's just just chattering in tongues. I said, let's go to the waters of baptism and get you baptized in Jesus name. To which she replied, she nodded her head, speaking in other tongues. A team of our people took her in the back and they said while she was changing into her baptismal robe, she was speaking in other tongues. And while she came up the stairs and down into the water, she was speaking in other tongues. I, I put her under the water in the name of Jesus. And yeah, you guessed it right. She was speaking in other tongues when she went under the water and she was speaking in other tongues when she came up out of the water. Her friend told me that for over an hour when she left this church, she was speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Something had happened to that young lady. Sometime between Saturday night and Sunday morning. What happened? Did a special anointing of the Holy Ghost come upon her? Well, yes. But somebody started believing. Destiny started believing. I can get something great from God. Something supernatural can happen in my life. I can start believing that I am a child of God and the Holy Ghost can touch my life. It was a glorious start to this building that we are now in. And I feel that same urge of the Holy Ghost this evening to tell somebody in this conference, if you and I can begin to claim who we are in Christ. Not a pompous arrogance, not an overconfidence, but, but believing, believing that we are blessed of the Lord. Believing that we are favored of the Lord. Believing that Jesus is with us, even when we're troubled. He can do something supernatural in his power. Amen. I want you to say it with me again. We're favored. Say it right now. We're favored. Jesus is with us and we are blessed. We are favored Pentecostals of Sydney. Jesus is with us tonight. We are 
blessed. Come on, I want you to pray with me right now. Lord, I sense that as we are watching this service right now, you are doing something through the power of the Holy Ghost. You are allowing a man, a woman, a young adult, a teenager, a child, somebody to begin to believe that they are somebody because you are everything. They're starting to believe, Lord, that even when we hear that word, it might trouble us because of the uncertain reality around us. But God, God, let something rise up right now. Let something rise up in our spirit that begins to claim who we are in Christ. Lord, you thought enough of me. Jesus, you thought enough of me to go to that cross and die and spill your blood for my forgiveness and my remission, Lord. That means I am somebody to you. I am a child of God. Lord, let that be the basis. Let that be the foundation for something supernatural that you do in Sydney throughout the rest of 21. Let that be, Lord, the basis and the foundation of something magnificent that you do among the Pentecostals throughout the rest of 2021. Lord, set the table for something supernatural that you will do, God, in Pastor Harvey and the great saints of the church in Sydney. Lord, I pray that you will allow us to believe that the half has not been told of what you're doing through your church right now. We believe, Lord, that in the last days you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. We're claiming it. We're believing it, Lord, and we're trusting in it in the name above every other name, the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone watching, would you say, Amen. I leave you tonight with this declaration of Gabriel. We're favored. Jesus is with us and we are blessed. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a powerful word from the Lord that we have received from Brother Gaddy tonight. The singers, the musicians are going to lead us at a time where we can pray and connect with God. But what a powerful message to tell us that we can be troubled, not necessarily by the things that are going on around us, but I think he's right. We are often troubled by the fact that we can't believe God's promise for us because we don't feel we're worthy. We don't feel we deserve it. But tonight, let me remind you that if you can believe, all things are possible. That faith, we don't have faith just for the, for the 17th of October when we can gather together. We're, we're, we're not uh, disconnected from God until that time happens. But I want you to know that right now, we can connect with God because faith doesn't work for, for the 17th. But faith works in the now, today. And if you can believe, I believe wherever you are, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost can come upon us and transform something in us. If you believe that, why don't you do that for the next few minutes? Let the Holy Ghost begin to flow through you and move through you and bring the miracle working power of God. As the singers and musicians lead us, why don't we pray, make this dedication unto God right now of this altar call.